Good morning and welcome Picker Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday, uh, I guess the the big anticipated day of the week this week as uh, we had inflation data. This is the, the big inflation report, the consumer price index. And Jason, it was a doozy. I mean, we 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 knew uh going into this that it was going to be uh, a year over year number that was going to be low we we knew that we had a big number fall off remember this was this was right around when inflation you know the way they calculated right you got to remember that the way they calculate uh was peaking right at that 9% uh level so those big numbers uh come off uh but uh the the headline number, it, it came in like we thought. It was lower. It, it was in the threes. Uh, headline uh, inflation, we're looking at, uh, you know, three and change, but then the core. Now, this is something that the Fed tells you, oh, well, we, we like the core uh, better. That's uh, more accurate. You know, none of them track inflation. I, I say it all the time. None of them track inflation, but... Nonetheless, the the headline number came in. I want to say it was three point two or three point three. Yeah, three point two year over year, uh, which is you know, hey, by all accounts, it's still more than fifty percent higher than what they told us they wanted to be. Uh, but obviously, the lowest number, uh, core CPI, however, not as kind. 4.7%, and then they said, well, if you take out this and you take out that and, you know, you, you don't count this and that, but in the details, so early on, so we, we get the headline number, gold's up, silver's up, the Dow is screaming, up, up, up almost 500 points, and the last couple of hours, I think everybody's kind of looking at it going, wait a minute, uh, okay, uh, maybe uh, Jason and Double know what they're talking about. I mean, we had a big number fall off, but the actual data inside of it, especially what's happened with food and energy prices. When I talk about food, I'm talking wheat, corn, soybean, right? All these, all these commodities. Jason, it looks like this may be the low water mark here for a while, and that may be, uh, as we've been speculating. Uh, inflation isn't going to be back to 2% anytime soon. Yeah, this number, uh, the, the year-over-year number almost speaks to another rate hike, but but I've been measuring it also as, as, as adding the last two years together. If you do that, it is actually lower than last month. So so technically, they, they, they can say the inflation is going down now. I thought this number would be lower than 3.0. I thought it was going to continue to trend down. So the fact that it's up is, I don't think that's very good news, uh, Joe, for, for uh, the Fed trying to get this inflation under control. But it is lower, 8.5 and 3.2 for this month. And then last month it was 9.1 and 3.0, which which means it was a little higher for the last month than this current month that they're, they're putting in. So I, we'll see what happens. They better not get a 3.2 next month, Joe, or things are going to get a little a little hairy for them. They got to. They they want that two percent. You know, they want. They got to. They got to get to that where they can honestly tell the the other wizards of of ec- economics that they ha- they can legitimately pause the rate hike. So this one's kind of, 
Yeah, they got another one next month, I think, before the rate hike or before the rate decision. Yeah. So, so, we'll so see how next month we, we do get, as Jason just said, we get one more of these uh, before the next rate hike. Uh, but this was, at least as far as I'm concerned, this was the big chance here, right? This was their, uh, I guess, the, the, the opportunity, the window of opportunity, uh, because this next report, right, we're gonna start seeing, uh, the big increase, uh, in the inflation data. And of course, I mean, in, in oil and, and all of those things. And of course, they like, to, well, let's take out food, let's take out energy. Uh, I get all that, but I don't think they're going to get a lower number next time. So this is going to be uh, problematic here. I think this is what Wall Street's kind of sensing is, okay, wait a minute. Uh, this wasn't low enough, and there's a real good chance that next the next rate hike, instead of it being a pause, may now be back on the table because we're going to get one more of these. And can you imagine an uptick in inflation and then the Fed not reacting and not raising again? Uh, this is the dilemma. This is not good news any way you slice it. I think, Joe, it has to be that the year-over-year CPI has to be 3% or lower next month for them to pause. And if it's not, if it's 3.2, if it's just 3.2 next month, uh, I think they hike, they hike in another quarter point. And that's going to create a lot of heartburn because – this number, if you look at the December number, which is about five months ahead of us, it's it's two percent lower year over year numbers, and I don't see inflation really in, in actual cost of things around me looking like they're stopping the, the upward trend completely. So I, I don't know how uh, with, with with comparing the last year's year over year numbers, I don't know how they can get a three percent in December. I mean, I, I could see three, four, even five percent by December, if, unless they really, really, really are on top of it. So we'll, we'll see, Joe. We'll, we'll see how these these CPI numbers work in the next few months. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, last year was a big drop off. Every month, a big drop off. Right, right. So the problem is, uh, core's at four seven. I mean, and I know a core they strip out food and energy and that stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, shelter. Which obviously that's our biggest cost, right? How much does it cost for the mortgage? How much does it cost for the rent? It continues to escalate up four ten seven point seven year over year. Wages up another three tenths real wages. Uh, so these are things that that I think are going to remain elevated on top of food and energy coming back. Uh, Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to talk about what's coming next quick look at the markets uh the headline cpi number uh came in nice right i well nice you know 3.2 all the other uh the core uh core x shelter and and all these other things that they like to do higher than expected and that now has kind of unnerved uh, Wall Street a little bit. I mean, it's still higher. Listen, the Dow was up almost 500 points. It's now up 200 points. Uh, the S&P's up 28. The, the NASDAQ is, is up as well, just under 100 points. The 10-year note, which was below 4% uh, when the data first came out, uh, now rallying back above uh, 4.03 in heading, you know, unfortunately, 
going to be heading higher. Uh, gold was uh, gold and silver were up initially. Uh, gold, gold's really not doing a, a lot right now. Off a couple of dollars here, nineteen hundred and thirteen dollars. Same thing with silver. Silver's up a couple of cents. I mean, not doing a lot. Twenty two seventy five. And again, I think the higher for longer. The problem is we don't know how high rates are going to go. Uh, you know, people thought, oh, I'll go to 4%. Okay, well, no, no it's going to be 5%. And then, well, maybe it's 5.5%. Uh, I'll go back to Bubba Horwitz. I, I hate to say it. Is he going to call this thing right? Uh, Jeff Gunlotch and others saying 6% plus. This was not the report we were hoping for. Uh, we knew the headline number was going to be low. I'm really surprised at all the other numbers inside of this. Uh, this, this means interest rates are going to be higher. Uh, this Banks today are not happy. Uh, let's just say the banks today are not happy. The warning out from S&P, the downgrades. I'd be very, very, very careful right now. Uh, if you're looking for a place to hang out, check out our friends at Y Refi. You hear Jay? Jay we talk, we've been talking about them for all year. Up to 10.25% return. It's not correlated to Wall Street. It all has to do with defaulted private student loans. One of these days, uh, we're, I'll get Lane on. We'll, we'll break it all down for you. It's a great thing. This just tells you what Y Refi does. Tells you we don't need government. We need less government. We got to get rid of all this stuff. Talking about forgiveness and all this other stuff. Uh, why refi? They're the best in the business. Up to ten point two five percent returns, uh, and it's fixed. You know what it's going to look like every single month. You can people do it. They they put a bunch of money in there and they say, hey, you know what? Every month, just send me my interest payment. Give me my money. You know what? They they use it to supplement their social security. Heck, some guys are getting it up. They, they just like, yeah, that's what I, that's what I live on. I just keep my expenses uh, right, right there. It doesn't change. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them. 888-Y-REFI-24. So, again, the headline number, everybody liked. They, they, they came out with a bunch of other data points that we don't always see when they release this number. So so uh, today they are like, well, hey, take this out. Add this, minus that, and, and look how high it is. One of the numbers that they really looked at, which they're calling the new Fed favorite. So the Fed is always like the core CPI. That's always been their number, which was 4.7%. Now, see, that's tough. You know, 4.7 and you're promising 2, right? That's almost 2.5 times. And, of course, why the heck would we care about core? Because what was core? Take out food and energy. Well, you know what? It would be great. Hey, tell you what. Tell you what, Jay Powell. I'll just pretend I don't have to pay for food or energy and and uh, see how long people live, right, Jason? I mean, it, it's actually ridiculous. Well, why did they like it? Well, because that usually made the number lower. Well, that number's not low enough. So this year, they came up with a new Fed favorite. 
Remember, we called it the super core. Well, what the heck was the super core? Well, let's see. We're going to take out food. We're going to take out energy. Well, what else could they take? Oh, here was their great idea. Let's take out shelter. Yeah. Let's take out where you live. We're not going to call tell you where you live. We're not going to talk about the food. We're not going to talk about the energy. Essentially, let's just go back and pretend we're all cavemen, Jason. We're living in a cave. Uh, we got to collect wood and, and create fire on our own and, and go go out and hunt and gather. That is now their new favorite. It is the core CPI X shelter, i.e. the super core. Well, guess what? It went from 3.9% last month to 4% this month. So it actually went up. And, of course, now remember, right, core CPI 4.7, this new favorite one, 4.0, right, it's still lower. But, Jason, this is what got everybody rattled today is those numbers, the core CPI, and then the quote-unquote super core going in the wrong direction. Right, and uh, if, if inflation is not well under control in 2024, Joe, uh, Bubba Horowitz, I mean, did, did he predict, was it 6%? Is that what he predicted? Yeah, Fed funds rate, so uh, that's why it could be higher than rate that. Hikes. Yeah, it could be higher than that. If if I'll tell you right now, I, I was watching a, a guy who's presenting a case for the elections next year, and why you know the Fed is trying. I think the Fed wants to kind of be very quiet. I don't think they really want to catch a lot of attention. And the guy made a really good point. Uh, I don't like either side of the aisle. If you listen to me, it's it's pretty obvious. But Biden has been very quiet and lenient, and just letting the Fed do their thing. He doesn't say a single thing. You don't see very – but when Trump, if Trump is in office, if Trump needs things to go his way, he's vocal, he's critical, and he brings up too much attention to the Fed if things aren't going his way if he were to win next year. So I would say if if inflation just keeps on pushing hard next year, Joe, even, even just medium hard uh, in the upward direction – I think you see the Fed keep raising rates, and if they have to secretly inject liquidity to to failing businesses to try to keep the recession from happening, they'll do so. So I, we could see more than six percent. We could see seven percent. We could as high as it needs to go to keep inflation under control for twenty twenty four. Joe, we'll, we'll we'll definitely be watching it, but it's a, it's a good case. This guy, this gentleman, he a real good case for why uh, hey the rate hikes will happen as as necessary as it needs to be to to get a quiet president there so they can do their deeds a little quieter next year in 2025. Yeah, and it is. You know, you do bring up a great point, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, he probably doesn't even know, right? Does he even know Jay Powell's name? Uh, probably not. Uh, does he, I mean, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know what day of the week it is. Uh, and, 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 again, this is this is definitely uh, been a change, right? This has definitely been a change because, uh, you know, Say what you will about Trump, you know, the the one thing, uh, you know, unfortunately he reappointed Jay Powell, which I thought was a huge mistake. Uh, and, of course, the person that comes after Powell is going to be even worse because it looks like uh, uh, Lael Branyard is, the, is the, the choice that most people think. She's even a bigger liberal. She's 
she rivals Janet Yellen. Uh, but, but yeah, no comments, right? As inflation's been raging, uh, out of control here and trying to say what a great economy we have. Uh, it's gonna be interesting because we got money supply continuing to, to track down. This is the eighth straight month of money supply contraction. It's not supposed to be like this. It's not supposed to be like this. That They cannot be happy. But this is the box. You know, go back to before they started raising rates. Remember when they were using the word transitory? They should have been. We could have been a whole year ahead. Think about how much better off we would have been right now. We could have been, you know, rates could be 65 7% if they needed to be already. Uh, but, no, they wanted to keep the money printing press going and now we, we even before they started raising rates they saw we're talking about they look and they're stuck there's no good answer i wish there was i wish there was listen i wish there was a soft landing there's no soft landing coming i'm sorry this number just proves out what i've been telling everybody from day one there's only one way inflation's going down and this is going to be a painful painful and I don't know what word, you know, they're going to want to use. Right? We've already used depression. Right? We used that in, in the 30s. We've used the word great recession. Right? During the financial crisis. I don't know what they'll term this next one to be. Uh, you know, when you've got a two-year note yielding almost a full percentage point above a 10-year note, that is not good. The inverted yield curve, Jason and I talked about that last week, right? We're, we're talking about record levels here. We're getting ready to take out the Great Recession right next month. And then by the end of the year, this inverted yield curve will take out the Great Depression. Uh, and, and again, the money supply contracting and yet inflation kind of reinvigorating itself, right? You know, shelter hasn't gone down. Right, this isn't supposed to happen. Listen, uh, mortgage rates are over seven percent. I know that sounds crazy. My first mortgage, my wife and I's first mortgage, uh, was in two thousand. It was seven and a quarter, right? Which at the at the time that was pretty low. Of course, now it's like, oh my gosh, this is the highest levels in twenty some odd years, and and the realities are this is supposed to be driving prices down it's not right maybe why well because of the fed's policies right when you have interest rates at zero when you can get a a a mortgage for three or four percent like a lot of people did none of those people are going to move there's no inventory out there uh rents are expensive and and so when we're looking at all of this stuff Jason, uh, again, I think they're in this box. They're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Uh, and the problem is the, the, this number's way too high. Uh, core CPI at 4.7. Uh, their new super core at 4%. We're going to get one more data point here before they have to uh, have their next meeting. Uh, everybody was hoping for a pause. Uh, it doesn't look that I mean, now, listen. We can get a shocker 30 days from now. I don't think we're going to. I mean, look at what's happened since this number's come out. Crude oil went from 70 to 84, right? We All of a sudden, wheat 
just took off. Rice has taken off, right? All the corn, uh, the harvest is not looking good here. Uh, Jason, there's way too many things I think that we're going to see. The Fed is going to be forced to hike a lot more than they wanted to. And it's, you know, there's a lot of treasuries being melted off of foreign countries' books, and that also creates inflative pressure because, you know, hey, we got, what is it, two weeks, we got the little meeting from the BRIC nations, and they'll probably, you know, yammer on about the gold-backed currency that they're going to think about. All these pressures, Joe, is, is very inflative. And, and, I mean, it wasn't that long ago China was the number one holder of U.S. debt. So they're selling. They're really selling. And, and Japan, what if Japan just starts to, uh, decides to start selling, Joe? Japan is selling. So Japan, and they have to, right? Here's the China, uh, one of their big uh, property companies just missed uh, an yep. interest payment. And I, I know I don't know if it was uh, S&P uh, or, or who it was. Well, I want to say it was S&P uh, just downgraded them deeper into junk today. China's economy, right, they're doing stimulus right now. So they're, they're selling. Japan, same thing. We've got to do stimulus. Uh, th- this is, well, it is right where we told there was going to be gold just turned positive. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriotto News, our uh, gold uh, now up a couple of dollars here. Uh, we'll continue to watch. Uh, 1917, call it, uh, right now. Silver, uh, up 11 cents here, $22.84. Uh, today's special U.S. $10 liberties. One through nine. These are the half ounce pre 1907, 1907 or 1866 to 1907 to be exact. $1,080, Ten or more at a thousand seventy-five. As again, that's the, continues to be the best price per ounce in old gold by far. Uh, without a doubt, it's the cheapest entry place into the market, and we're going to make it a little cheaper for you today at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And Jason, just to to look at things, uh, we warned you about things that are higher shelter. Car insurance. Remember, we we warned you a few weeks ago, right? The huge losses from the car insurance. By the way, uh, the electric vehicle. Yeah, they keep catching on fire the way they've been catching on fire in a fender bender costing 40000 Uh Insurance on electric vehicles expected to really spike. Uh, but the, that was... Uh, what led to uh, the increase, uh, 2% increase in motor vehicle insurance, that, that's going to increase every month for the rest of the year. Here's what fell. Airfares, uh, I don't think that's, here's the problem, that's not going to happen next month. <laughs> I mean, look at what oil prices have done. So that's probably short-lived. Use cars and trucks. Fell uh, 1.3%. And here's the funny part. Uh, out at allamericangold.com, there's an article out there. Said, Try to find a used car for under twenty grand. Good luck. Right? At least something that, you know, is anything close to respectable. You can buy a car for ten grand, but you know, hey, at any moment, that car could break. Right? I mean, that's, yeah. you know, buying a decent used car for less than $20,000 is almost 
mission impossible. Medical care fell, uh, which, yeah, I have a hard time believing that, but okay. Uh, hospital services uh, was the was the other thing. Prescription drugs was unchanged. Uh, really, that Jason, that was about it as far as the declines. And I think that was the problem. Not enough declines. You know, we didn't, we're not seeing food decline. Uh, airfares looks like they're headed back the wrong way because of energy prices. And then, of course, the auto auto insurance, uh, that's going to continue to rise. But I will say this on the used cars. All my, uh, the used car dealers, there's a bunch around me. And I tell her, you know, I, I lease out a space to so a used car guy. They're all telling me the same thing. Yeah, prices are down a little bit. But people are having a hard time getting a loan. Uh, because obviously a lot of people, when they're in that used car, not everybody, but they, they tend to be, hey, I've got a few dings on my credit. And uh, there's a lot more people walking around with with things that are more than just a, a little ding. We're talking about repossessions. We're talking about bankruptcies. Apparently, according to my buddies that are in this business, there's a lot of that walking around. I live in a pretty decent neighborhood, Joe. And the other day I was driving into my neighborhood in this really nice car up on a flatbed truck. Just repoed, pulled right out of the neighborhood. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, that the people, people where I live, they, you know, they usually can handle the, the, the car bills, but, uh, apparently not. Uh, you know, this car was not broken uh, down. Jason's, Jason's being pretty modest. It's, it's a nice area. I mean, uh, that's, it's a nice area. Yeah. Well above, <laughs> uh, the median house price. Let's just say that. So yeah, when the repo man is hanging out in your neighborhood, yeah. right? And that's twice I've seen it now, just in the last couple of weeks. So, and that's just, I don't drive around my neighborhood all that much, but, uh, if you're seeing that, and, and Joe, yeah, you're exactly right. I, I remember when, if you had to buy the junker that can get you for a few months until your, your, your financial situation improved, that was, you could, you almost do that for under a thousand dollars not too many years ago. You know, maybe under three or four thousand. But that, that junker to get you through is, is starting to be like the $7,500, the $9,500 car now. That's just to get you a few months of car. And who can afford a few months of car at $7,000? But that's that's right. kind of what these cars are now, Joe. Yeah, but you're right, man. You talk about, hey, I'm going to buy a car for less than ten grand. Yeah, that that's a get, that's a, man, cross my fingers and hope I get by, right? You're, you're, man, if I can get a year out of this before it breaks down, uh, good luck, right? And that used to be, hey, listen, that used to be a $2,500 car. Three thousand yep. dollars, right now. Now it's ten, right? It, it, it really is uh, one of these. It, well, Joe, it's see. essentially it's essentially the seven thousand dollar car, which has a lot of problems. You put the six thousand to seven thousand dollars in repairs into it, and now you got the fourteen thousand dollar car that you should have bought that'll have at least some dependability. That's all that is. I mean, these car dealers know what they're looking at. They're like, look. We could put the seven grand in and sell for fifteen grand, but maybe there's more here that we haven't checked out. Or there's just too much risk for them, so they'll dump it on you for the seven grand and see what you're going to do to fix it. So it's it's you know it's just numbers, Joe, and and the numbers are saying that a car, a decent car, is twenty grand now. But that's just a de- I can't believe used cars are twenty grand. That's just that's just a mind boggling that uh, a used car is twenty thousand dollars, Joe. I mean, an average car. So it's it's a lot. Yeah, of money. I mean, and you're yeah, you're not setting the world on fire. Uh, you know, it's uh, with 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 a twenty thousand dollar used car, but you can find, uh, you know, 
something reliable. It may not be, listen, you're not getting a Beamer, right, or a Mercedes, right? You're not, you're not getting one of those. Uh, but you can at least get a reliable, you know, whether it's a Kia, Hyundai, maybe a lower end to- Toyota, something like that. Uh, Toyota Corolla. You know, that, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> It's a Toyota Corolla, Joe. I know those are the cars I buy. I, I, I buy transportation. I don't buy anything fancy. So, so that's uh, yeah. I mean, I I used to buy a, a a practically brand new Toyota Corolla earlier this century for like ten thousand bucks. Perfect, like no miles. You know, maybe I had somebody leased it for six months, turned it in. It's got you know five thousand, ten thousand miles on it. And you can get it for like ten grand. That same Toyota Corolla is like a twenty-two thousand dollar car now. 23,000 used, right. slightly yeah. used. Yeah, so I don't know. This this wasn't the report. Uh, we got that headline number. Man, that headline number 3.2, I'm like, okay, yep, that's what we expected. And then all of a sudden, uh, all the other data points. And like I said, the, 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 the wheat, the rice, the corn hadn't started rallying yet for these numbers. Crude oil was like $70, not $84, right? Uh, remember unleaded gas? Gosh, it went down like, unleaded gas there went down like a dollar a gallon during this time. Of course, now it's going the other way. Uh, looks like we're going to go even higher. Gold's having a real interesting reaction now of $3. Uh, are we at that point where gold's like up higher is actually better? Maybe. We'll see. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. We're back here, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, on this Thursday. If you're just joining us, uh, the inflation number headline CPI uh, gave a warm fuzzy that they, uh, maybe the Fed can pause again. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't really work as all of the other data points are pointing to uh, rates that are going to be well, let's just call it like it is, Jason. Rates are going higher, uh, and and the way the data points are looking as we're watching this, we're not one rate hike away. But I think that that's been kind of the the thought process on Wall Street is, hey, all right, uh, they probably got one more rate hike. That's not what the data uh, said in this report. And everybody is kind of knowing, hey, listen, we expect inflation to pick back up again, uh, at least here in the short term, which says, hey, do we need three more rate hikes, four more rate hikes? Uh, and then the money supply, which the money supply, think about this. The money supply is down like 13%. Unfortunately, to get back to where we were, before the Fed printed all that money. We found out, man, the Fed printed trillions of dollars. The money supply, Jason, needs to contract 22%. So we're still a long way. I mean, the the, the money supply contraction, Jason, that looks like that's got to continue for the next 6, 8, 10 months as well. Yeah, I agree, but I'll wait till next month's CPI. I think if if next month's year over year is two point nine or lower, if they get it, if it just comes a little lower, 
Okay, remember the, the previous year. This is where th this is where the, all the rates, are, the year-over-year numbers were coming down from the previous year. So they are battling that. But if if this number is this three point two number continues to go up, Joe, or stay the same, or just go up a little bit, yeah, there's more rate hikes, more rate hikes. But I'm not I'm not I'm not going to call rate hikes for sure yet because it's just there's just a lot of time between now and then the next decision the Fed has, but. Uh, regardless, it's 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 all really bad numbers. There's still inflation that's higher than it should. Here it is. We're talking. You know, they, they've got us in, in, put into that position where we're talking about how good or how bad is the inflation. There should be no inflation. We we we, we always got to remind ourselves. We had a time in this country where there was no no inflation. We didn't doesn't need to be any inflation. Honest money means no inflation. So. Sometimes it always uh, irks me that we have to talk about the level of inflation we've been enduring the last few years. Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? It's 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 all worse, Joe. It's all bad. It's just what level of bad are we going to be at? Well, and again, I think the uh, to Jason's point, you know, the headline number here was good, but it was all the other data points that weren't, uh, and I expect yep. that to continue. But to, you're right, yeah. Uh, everybody was thinking that we would get below 3% by the next print. That was, and I, well, who's everybody? Well, Wall Street, right? There, why, why was Wall Street 35,000 heading to 36? That was why. Right? Hey, no, no. Better remember, forget about a soft landing. We're going to have no landing. This is, it, it's great. Of course, unfortunately, the the actual data says it's not. Uh, this is going to be something where, you know, what we haven't done jobless claims. Spiked up. We'll see uh, 248,000 jobs uh, today. So that's, you know, we've been in the 220s, 230s. But I don't trust that jobless stuff anymore, Jason. I'm seeing these numbers. They, they don't make any sense, right? Uh, you got, like, Ohio had a huge jump. Uh, unless Yellow Freight is all in Ohio, I don't know. Uh, th that data seems to be really weird. A lot of data seems to be really weird now. Well, I still think the jobless claims is, is still not high yet because there's still job shuffling. We talked about the lower wages, hours being cut. None of that gets into the jobless claims, the first-time jobless claims. It's just, just just not there. So until all of the job shuffling and the cut to hours and all this stuff comes to an end, which it will at some point, at some point these businesses will have their core employees and are just going to be holding on, then you'll see, hey, everybody else just gets – cut everyone else gets you know at some point the business has to decide who's who's essential and who's not essential to my business and then then the jobs jobless claims will climb so i i still think there's a lot of shuffling going on joe let's face it these businesses are having to deal with uh, wages going up even though they're not going up as fast as they should they're having to deal with wages going up joe well you know i, I think about this too uh really why are tax revenues down so much why are tax revenues down so much? And people say, well, you know, corporate profits. Uh, dude, corporate profits, they're the smallest piece of tax revenue. You know what the biggest piece of tax revenue is? It's real easy. Biggest piece of tax uh, revenue is FICA. That's the money that comes out of your paycheck every every week or every two weeks or every month, however you get paid. And what that is saying is, yeah, you're still working, but you're either Lost a job that paid you more and found another one's paying you less. Or your hours have been cut, right? Hey, I got a pay raise, but I'm actually working less hours, and so now uh, I'm, my, my paycheck actually is a little less 
Jason, that's the only thing it can be is because if, if you're sitting there thinking about, about government revenues, revenues shouldn't be falling. If we're talking about, think about, you know, we had 187,000 jobs created. I know that was the lowest in a while, but that's still a decent number. And yet revenue for the federal government's down 10%. I mean, that would mean uh, corporate would, was paying zero. Like nobody was paying tax to corporate. That's not happening, right? It, it has to be. It has to be what you were just saying. It has to be. Yeah. If you had three jobs and you cut down to two, or two jobs down to one, or if you were at forty hours a week, you're down to twenty hours a week. That doesn't show up in the jobless claims, but it shows up in lower tax revenue for sure, Joe. That's it's, it's what it is. It's, everyone's jockeying for, for positions. This thing uh, gets a little worse, Joe. Hit the radio news hour. Jason and I wrapping it up right after this. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Thursday. Uh, gold's up almost $4 right this second. Uh, 1919. Silver's up 20 cents. Closing in on $23. Today's special, uh, $10 liberties. One through nine. 1,080. 10 or more. A thousand seventy-five, by far your cheapest entry point here. Listen, start stacking it. This this was not the number anybody wanted to see. Uh, this is again. I think this reiterates what S and P came out with with the banks, Jason. This is this isn't good. This is not what banks wanted to see. Uh, and then, of course, you know, news like. We didn't really get into it, but the, the, the Chinese developers missing interest payments, uh, th- this, this whole thing globally, everything feels like it's on the razor's edge right now. And they're just waiting. When is the dam going to break? Doesn't it feel like it's already broken, even like a year or two years ago? And just somebody is just making it look or sound better than it really is, Joe. It's just, you know, just some, something is just barely floating this thing. But it sure seems like with all the news economically that it's, it's, it's already broken. It's just not, it's just not what we see in, in all the old videotapes of, you know, the, the 1929 crash or the 87 crash. And you see, you know, the stockbrokers with their heads in their hands. And, uh, it's, it's just hasn't, it's just not like that right now. But, if it just continues to de- keep doing what it's been doing the last three years, Joe, and it just keeps on going, I mean, it sh- sure feels like the lower standard of living is, is slowly being crept into people's minds. And when, it, when when there is no people standing up and actually questioning, you know, the average people, the people that don't listen to this show, they're not going out and asking the questions and wondering what's going on. They're not demanding something better, which means most people are going to, I guess they're just accepting a lower standard of living, which is which is why you buy gold and silver protect your standard of living joe yeah i mean it's something where again uh, the fact of the matter is they put us in this position it was idiotic idiotic economic policy uh and every every book on economics ever written would tell you having interest rates at zero for 15 years taking a balance sheet from 700 billion to nine trillion dollars it is economic suicide, and this is what we're facing. And again, uh, by design, I think this has been the plan. They want a digital currency. They're going to get a new money system. And believe me, if you have the gold, you will benefit 
when that new money system comes around. You gotta have it before then. 800 liberties, one through nine, a thousand eighty, ten or more at a thousand seventy-five. God bless everybody. Listen, get prepared. This thing is going to end up pretty much just the way we said it. It, it uh, it's just one of those things where we're going to be the last to know, right? So take care. Add to your portfolios.